Hey everyone, this is Rina. And this is Justin, and we want to welcome you to the Too Real K-Pop Podcast. This is a podcast where we keep it honest and sometimes way too real about all things K-Pop. Get ready to talk music, industry tea, comebacks, survival shows, music recommendations, and so much more. We'll laugh, we'll joke, and sometimes get a little too controversial, but it's all good and fun. So buckle up, because this episode is gonna be a fun one. And we're about to get to Real K-Pop. So we're back with another episode. I know it's been forever. It's been forever. Life took over. Okay. Finals are finally done for you. Just finished my finals. So that was a roller coaster of emotions. And work's been insane. So whatever. We're here and ready to have some fun spicy spicy so today if you guys are girl group fanatics you will love today's episode because that's right it's a girl group spectacular on two real k-pop so we'll be stand stand up aka you (laughs) i mean i'm a i'm a girl group stand i'm in all extent group stand yes but i am definitely a more boy group (laughs) <laughs> boy group type. When we yeah. put it side by side. Yeah, when you put it side by side, definitely more of a boy group person. But anyways, we'll be focusing on nothing but girl groups today and all our talented gals. Go ahead. And we're feeling creative today. So today on Let's Talk, we're going to be creating our own version of Girls on Top. Okay, another girl group, super group. You know, full of K-pop's main slayers, it girls, all-rounders. So, I'm so excited for that. I'm really excited for you to see my group. Mine too! I'm so excited. I'm not even kidding. But first, we're starting off with the next four matches in our round one in our ultimate girl group battle. So that's right. It's time for Clash Clash of the the K-pop Girl Groups. Alright, so if you guys have been keeping up with Instagram and seeing our bracket, that's right, we are determining who the queens of the Two Real K-Pop podcast are. And to remind y'all, we are trying to be as objective as possible here. Mm -hmm. So we have criteria of vocals, rap, choreography, self-production, global and domestic impact, and our own personal opinion, which all play into who we choose to move on. Yeah. You can hear more about it in the last episode. I'm not about to go over it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you guys want to hear more in detail of how we're doing this, just listen to the last episode. I feel as we go along, y'all will get the vibes. But Basically, also... we give points out and we choose who moves on. Yeah. And if we disagree, we just got to try and convince each other and come to a consensus. Yes. But I feel like personal opinion definitely does weigh heavily. If you guys remember so... last episode, it saved some, some of the groups. groups. Okay. Yeah. So today, our four matchups are going to be Weki Meki versus Cosmic Girls. Sistar versus Kepler, Cherry Bullet versus Stacy, and Four Minute versus Rocket Punch. Now, to remind everyone, these girl groups that we picked out for the bracket, we picked our favorite girl groups or girl groups that we listened to in K-pop, and then the matchups were determined randomly. So we didn't make any of these matchups; we just picked the group. And again, 
It's no shade. Just, just tea. tea. So, let's get it started. So let's get started with our first matchup, Wacky Macky and Cosmic Girls. So, tell me, <laughs> who did you pick in this matchup? So, I ended up picking Cosmic Girls. Oh! I love to hear it! Because I do love Wacky Macky, so I- I know you do. I really thought you were gonna pick I them. I gave Wacky Macky rap and personal opinion, so that's kind of two out of six. And then Cosmic Girls, I gave vocals, choreography, because Catch Me with that, like, Ariel. That Ariel. And then also, like, Secret with their intricate, like... Oh, yes. And also 12, like, what is, is it? 11-member group? They have 13. 13. But then they're yes. normally 10. So 13, you can do a lot of things. So much. And they know, like... You could just walk in formation. Yeah. I mean, if you guys follow our Instagram, I posted Cosmic Girls intro to Dreams Come True. That opening is iconic. They do have the impact of the choreography. I do love Wacky Mackie's choreography, and I was really torn who to give it to. But we being objective here, Wacky Mackie is so fun and I love their choreography. Yeah. But I feel as though Cosmic Girls do more with their choreography. And, and they've shown more diversity yeah, in definitely. their choreography. And then obviously Impact, they've had more sales and things of that nature. Um, and then, so production doesn't really go to any of them, but Cosmic Girls has been on queendom so they do have a little bit creativity there so i guess i that uh, production creativity wise goes to them so they got four out of i'm surprised yeah we trying to be objective here well, i love me, wacky mecky uh, wacky but... mecky i they were like my favorite post iowa group before mm -hmm. per, like Preston came along but obviously we know what happened with them so after Preston's whole like kind of downfall happened wacky mecky was my favorite post iowa group all their songs really hit for me, with with the exception of a few. But like you said, for me, I gave Wacky Mecky rap, and that's it. <laughs> Cosmic Girls took everything else for me because personally, I mean, their vocals, come on now. Their vocals always deliver. Their high notes, they have really good vocalists in their group. I mean, Yanjung's always killing them high notes, and that's that. But choreography, I'm just a sucker for ethereal dynamic choreo so touching on what i said before the dreams come true choreo smacks it's so iconic and like i said they have a lot of diversity in their choreo because actually through queendom i've told you before in the past like cosmic girls is just one of those groups where i'm like i literally like 85 percent of their songs i don't know why i don't stand them and i didn't stand them and i didn't really know any of the members only like Yanjung and maybe a few other ones until Queendom and then I meant to tell you this obviously because you know like we've been watching the show I learned all of them now <gasps> Really? I literally learned all of them now Okay. So I know all of them so I went on a little you know Cosmic Girls kick mm -hmm. the other day and I watched every single one of their like comeback stages oh, and I damn. realized I was like they have shown it all like they've done mature with unnatural they've done cute They've done Girl Crush, like you said. They definitely have touched upon a lot of concepts. They did Uber Cute with Happy and the Pom Pom. They so, have like, a lot of diversity. I for gave sure. them that, and then, like you said, the creative control Queendom has showed it for us, and yeah. they have definitely just have had a bigger impact. I just feel bad because 
in terms of impact, I don't think it's necessarily Wakimeki's fault, but their company just manages them so poorly. Yeah. So Wakimeki poorly. has bops. All of the songs are bops. I agree. They're kind of just poorly just, managed. Yeah. Poorly managed. I mean, like, we definitely have to do that another time. Terrible companies. Terrible companies, aka honestly, terribly. all of them. Yeah, at least, with at least, like, one group. But, yeah, I had to give the crown to Cosmic Girls on that. Yeah, so, congrats, Cosmic Girls. You're moving on. So, moving right along. Next, this matchup, you know, was hard for me. Sistar and Kepler. Ooh. This one was hard for me. Yeah. But I'll let you go. Because I, I need to hear what you said first. You won't let me go, okay. So, honestly, I feel obvious. This one wasn't really difficult for me, I give it to Star. Mm. Because Sistar, obviously personal opinion, we have production, Miss Hyoin. Going to one, the flower oh, shop. <laughs> going to that flower shop, I'll never forget that. That Planning is a one woman company. One woman show right here. And then obviously impact for Sistar, of come course. on now. And vocals, come on. You gave them vocals? I actually gave them, I gave Kepler vocals oh. only because Helen carries his vocals. <laughs> you can't deny it. Like everyone in Kepler sounds really good as a group. Voc I gave them vocals. What do we always say? Literally, Sistar was like 40% Hyolin, yeah. 30% so, so you. I was really tempted to give them vocals and then I gave Surprisingly, I gave Sistar choreo because they're really iconic with their choreo. It's hard to give Kepler because they don't have tons of They don't of choreo. have tons of choreography yet. They go really hard. But they go hard. They if, go hard. If they had more stuff out, I think I would give them choreography. Because yeah. I remember you were really impressed with how they changed the Watada choreo they for They changed Queendom. everything. The entire no, they thing. They go so hard. They just don't have enough yet. Enough yet. And then I gave Kepler vocals, uh, not vocals, because come course. on now. Hikaru. Bora's <laughs> elementary school raps. I miss you. I want to see you. They're iconic and I love them. They're iconic. We need another but Bora come in on now. Hikaru? Hikaru and Dion, they, their whole rap line serves. And, and then, really, yeah. I'm telling you, I know you wouldn't know because you didn't watch the show. But more than Hikaru and Dayan can rap, because they did on oh, yeah, Girls Dian Planet 999, yeah. but they've only been using Hikaru and Dayan right now. Yeah. But if they start to use the other ones... So Sistar got a 4 out of 6. For me, as much as it pained me, Sistar moved on. <laughs> yeah. Whew, because, I'm sorry, they're just their impact yeah. as a group alone, they were so huge so huge they i mean were. i was even watching they were the summer queens before they were the summer queens before Girls. that that term even existed yeah, that's true they, they made were, they coined they made the term, the term summer and queens. i was watching a video on youtube last night about the top 10 idol group songs like by the deck like the year um and sistar in like 2012 literally had like two entries and, and it was i swear and Alone. Alone was the top, like the number one song on Melon that year. Out of every idol group, oh, it was damn. for the longest time. It was consecutively the highest um, on the charts. And I was like, damn, Sistar. Like, I feel like 
back when we first got into K-pop, like 2015, 2016, everyone knew how big of a deal Sistar was. Yeah. And then they had like a clean disbandment or whatever. But I feel like everyone these days like pays them dust. Like when you talk about iconic K-pop groups, I feel like no one brings no up Sistar. Yes. And it's like, they were iconic. They, were, they are iconic. They are like the big players. So obviously I gave them vocals because Hyorin and Soyu. Their vocals, I mean, come on. I said it and I've said it a million times again. She has one of my favorite vocal tones in K-pop. No. Her voice. Uh, yeah. And she can pull up any genre. Yeah, no. I don't deny that, but it can't I just know. be one vocalist carrying the whole group. I know you don't like that. That was that was with that was the issue that with was me. with you. But I know you don't like ballads. I and, don't. But when she, when Hyolin sings a ballad, that emotion comes through. Yeah. But obviously, like you said, her and so you really be hard carrying them for vocals because Dasum just kind of like you know comes through every now and then mm -hmm. with her. I mean, we all know the meme, the touch my body meme. Oof. But Dasum girl, I think you're doing great with uh, other things. <laughs> Than being in I gave them production and impact, of course. Yeah. And then I really had to think hard about choreography, and I ended up giving it to Sistar just because, like you said, they have more choreo. It's iconic. And then, so Kepler got rap and personal opinion because them are my girls. Yeah. They Kepler are my is girls. just babies. Like they they're have, just too young. They right. have potential, but they're babies. But I told you, you know, like I'm a produce stan. Oh yeah. So of course, I told you when this show, when Girls Plenty came out, I remember I was like, I am not watching this. Like, of course, I'll like you know st keep in tune. Yeah. But I'm not gonna watch. And then literally, I think what was it? By like halfway through this episode five, I was like, Rena, I started watching the show. And I was like voting every day on the universe app. Yeah. And I remember when I, the first day I told you about shouting, and I was like, this girl needs to make it. Yeah, I didn't start noticing shouting till the debut, but also I wasn't keeping up at all. Really. You weren't, but I knew you were yeah. happy when she got in because I remember I showed you all the creation stages, yeah. and her in Snake, she yeah. had your eye yeah. immediately. But yes. So, sister, you're moving on. And now it's time. For Cherry Bullet versus... So, of course, you know Cherry Bullet are my girls, mm -hmm. but Stacy okay, is going okay, down. Okay, okay, I was really scared that you were going to do Cherry Bullet, but I, I also, I also I chose Stacy. I had to choose Stacy. I mean, I did, I did give Cherry Bullet vocals, and that's it. <laughs> my God. Because for me, Cherry Bullet don't have a strong rapper. And they do have raps in their songs, but they just don't have a strong rapper to me. Because at least Jay and Stacy, she has her whole tone going for her. And I mean, come on now, in Run To You, Jay Jay. Like, that's iconic. So I only ended up giving Cherry Bullet vocals, even though they're my girls, because Stacy has the stronger rap. Their choreo goes harder than Cherry Bullet's, in my opinion. Impact, I had to give to them. And surprisingly, even though Cherry Bullet are my girls, I gave Stacy personal opinion because not one song has not slapped from them. Oh, Every yeah. song oh, yeah. has slapped. Even the ones that I didn't like at the time have grown on me. Like yeah. Stereotype? Yes. Yes. So, so that's why I feel like I made it short, but Stacy swept them. <laughs> I feel like you're going to be surprised 
the only thing I gave Cherry Bullet. So this matchup was actually really hard for me because they both seemed like such an even matchup because I'm not Cherry Bullet, I'm definitely not into, but Stacy, I'm not that into yet yeah, yeah. where I could be like you enjoy okay. both music yeah. from them because love so That's sweet not even, that didn't make sense you enjoyed the music from both the of both these of groups. groups yeah um if cherry bullet was managed better they could have been like they have potential they have potential for this to be like a really healthy competition do, I had to do research on both of them even though I listened to Stacy I li literally listened to all of their title tracks I'm you still enjoy not, Love So Sweet, though. Yeah, I really love Sweet. I'm still not familiar with both the groups, but I gave Cherry Bullet rap because I was really impressed by one of the members. I think it was like Cherin something. Oh, Cherin. Cherin. Yes, yes. yes. Mm -hmm. She slayed, and then I... What song was, was the rap in? I literally looked up a rap compilation by oh, them. Because she does have and a few. She has she a few on their slayed, latest album. And then... There was one cover or song that Bora, I think her name was. Yeah, Bora. She oh, slayed. you know what it was? Bora, I, I showed this stage to you on Girls Planet. Bora, even though she's a vocalist, Bora and Heyoon are two of the best vocalists. Cherry Bullet needs oh more God, exposure. Bora's and FNC is needs actually because they're amazing. They're, yeah, FNC needs to utilize them more. But but I showed you her stage in Girls Planet, and they did We Are by Wu-Wan-J and Bora had to rap yes, in that yes. stage. I think it was that one. With my girl Wenja, who is another one of my picks, unfortunately didn't make it. And then Manami and that unit, I loved that group. I loved that group so much. My underrated queens. I forgot about that. I didn't yeah. I didn't count that in my rap ranking, but yes, yeah. Bora slayed that. But in general, Cherry Bullet, everyone low-key gets a turn to rap which I kind of liked, and they all sound good mm -hmm. rapping. The problem with Stacy is it's literally Jay. It's, no it's one just else. Jay and no one else. If they had, if Stacy had more variety or more people rapping, I probably would have give it to them. Jay will always forever be iconic. She has her tone going for her. Oh yeah, but I had to give it to Cherry Bullet because some of the girls slayed, and it's not just one person. It's... Cherry Bullet is like Wacky Mecky. They have all the tools. They really do. They just need the management. I was honestly impressed when I was doing my research but i gave vocals to stacy only because again i was looking up different compilations of singing and stuff cherry bullet sub vocals <laughs> bora it's Hayden. literally the main vocals and maybe one of the lead vocals that sounds good i'm not trying to be shady here but remy in love love in space love 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 <laughs> love 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 in space like girl girl there's a reason they give her them one-liners. Yeah. So Stacy, all their vocals are, which is why I gave Stacy vocals. Like I was the one member that surprised me in Cherry Bullet because I had the same opinion as you. I really thought that Bora and Heyun carried that group. Oh and yeah. I've always been in love with Heyun because she was one of my picks on Produce Forty Eight, and she was the reason I followed Cherry Bullet from pre-debut. And her and Bora consistently deliver. I mean Bora has been on shows before, and then even Girls Planet. Her vocals always impressed everyone. But like you said, there's some vocals 
never mm. really got me. <laughs> yeah, no. So when I started watching Girls Planet, I was really surprised with May because I was like, oh, she's going to be on this show because she doesn't get a lot of lines in Cherry Bullet. And I never really paid attention to her, but May, her voice in You Plus Me equals love. Ma'am needs more lines. <laughs> Ma'am needs more lines. And then, obviously, personal opinion, I gave Stacy Impact Stacy as well. You got, you stand them, or like, started listening to them before me. Because I remember yeah. I was like, oh, they're like, I okay. And then all of a sudden you're like, ASAP. And then That's you were even like, stereotype. <laughs> That's why I gave them dance. I feel like both of them were kind of on par with dancing. Because I was impressed with Cherry Bullets dancing too. And their choreography in general. But Stacy, uh, I had to give it to them because, come on, ASAP is so iconic and I learned the choreo. And so that's so bad, they popped off. Yeah. They popped off. So, so yeah. One wow. out of six. We have not yeah. disagreed yet. One out of six for Cherry Bullet, five out of six. Even for though Stacey. I think in the last episode, the only one we had to like convince each other on was CLC. Yeah. And you didn't even have to fight that hard. But, and the last one, I don't think we're gonna disagree no. either. <laughs> This one kind of is a dirty matchup. It was a dirty matchup. They got played. Yeah. They got played. So, if you're following the final matchup today, we have 4-Minute versus Rocket, Rocket Punch. Punch. And we don't even need to go into detail. No. I think we all know the winner is 4-Minute. 4-Minute. <laughs> a 6 out of 6 for them. For me, I'm sorry, I didn't give Rocket Punch anything. I didn't. Me neither. I... I really, I really wanted to, but I just couldn't, couldn't. find anything there. No. And objectively, I do, you know, when Rocket Punch debuted, I loved their debut. Yeah. Beam Bam Boom was my shit, but for a minute, were my OG Come girls. Come on now. My OG girls, and literally every category, I was like, yup, 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 yup. I'm not even gonna lie, I looked at it for a second, and I was like, four minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I knew too, right away. But I don't, I honestly don't know Rocket Punch, but I didn't need to do any research because I knew 4-Minute was going to sweep regardless. Like, again, Rocket Punch is another year. I feel like, you know, they have potential, they have yeah. the tools. They're just not promoted that well. It's... And also, it's just the K-pop industry environment right now, it's so competitive. Yeah. If you don't push these girls and, like, do the most you can and try to put them on shows and push out content, you're there. you can't sustain with this one comeback a year thing no it's, it just doesn't no. work you need to be present. you have to be a twice or a sister or something like that because it's just that. it's not working it's not yeah no it's too competitive but for a minute man come on now like i've been my girls will always be my girls yeah i mean they're definitely one of those groups when we talk it's about your og like, like ultimate when we talk about girl group, this group like. meant business they meant business yeah. like every comeback was a smash for me and we just literally had the privilege of living through crazy hate oh, era yeah. and they were my first k-pop girl group that like i stand stand after getting into k-pop uh, I can never remember if this story was on our pilot episode that never aired or not, but the way we found them, I remember. Like, I <laughs> yeah. just heard through the grapevine from a certain experience that can't remember if we told or not on air yet. Definitely in the pilot that never aired. No, we said it in the pilot. I don't think. Yeah, we I don't think said we said it. it yet. But heard through the grapevine about you know crazy, and was like, let me check this out literally was hooked instantly and i texted you right away i'm like you're gonna love this yeah. and 
instantly too. Instantly. It was all we would listen to yeah. for the longest time. I mean, even consistently years later, I I listen to that song. And I still I don't listen to it as much now, but when it comes on, you can't tell me mm, nothing. You crank up the volume. You crank up the volume, exactly. <laughs> so sorry to Rocket Punch. Yeah, sorry Rocket Punch, but I mean, for a minute, it's not even just crazy. All their comebacks were iconic and they just had a like such you, a smash on the industry i don't think anyone would fight this decision anyways four minutes another group people don't say they're they as iconic as they, they always pay them dust it's so dirty i'm not sorry i'm dirty <laughs> but that concludes today's matchups for clash of the k-pop girl groups and moving right along the next sep- section or the, excuse me that's right it's time. We're bringing it back. It's time. Court is in, in session. session. It's time for Queendom's Court. So if you guys have been following, we've been watching Queendom. And we have been ranking the stages for each round. So even though round three is not done yet, which is the Fandora round, which they renamed to the Fantastic Round. Such an eye roll. The vocal unit, it it works in two parts for those of you who don't watch the show. So Queendom, again, if I have to explain it to you for those of you who watch the show, is just a survival show where K-pop girl groups or soloists, in Hyolin's case, compete against each other to determine who is the queen. Mm-hmm. And this, they're in their third round now, so the round works in two parts. The first is the collaboration, and then the second is the fandom. So the first part, there's a vocal unit and a dance unit. So all the groups on the show collaborate and then they put on a vo- the vocal stages and they pick the dance stages. And then the second part, the fans vote for songs they want to see the groups perform. And they- So part one has wrapped. So we're going to rank those, the vocal units and the dance unit. So I think it's important to tell everyone, you stopped watching the show in yeah. full. Yeah. It was just too much. It was too much, and finals were rolling <clears throat> around. It was the end of the semester. I couldn't. But you have me to recap you. Yes. Because I've been watching it in full, but you've been watching I've the I've been stages. watching the stadium. Yeah. So she's not totally out of the loop. No. And she's still, you know, cheering from the sidelines. Yeah. She just didn't have the time to be On fully in. Yeah. But I'm recapping her. So, again... The vocal and dance units, the groups were able to just pick whatever members they wanted to enter each group. So they picked whoever they wanted for vocal, they picked whoever they wanted for dance. And then the collaborations we got for vocal, we got Kepler and Luna. And then we got Brave Girls and Hyolin. And then we got Cosmic Girls and Vivis. So we'll rank these units first. So Kepler and Luna performed Don't Go by EXO. Cosmic Girls and uh, Vivi's performed next, and they performed Hold My Hand by IU. And then Brave Girls and Hyolin performed last, and they performed To My Youth by Bulbulkan. I'm never sure how to say that name. It's okay, you tried. That's I all tried. that matters. I tried. But, let's talk. We gotta rank. So before we start, I died when you told me when Hyolin was picking what room she should go in. Yes. Yes. So if you didn't watch the show, basically how it worked is the girls had to go to a room and it started from the lowest rank to like the highest rank and then you got to choose your partners that way. So um, obviously since Brave Girls was ranked last, Minyoung had to go into a room first 
and then Hyolin was first. So Hyolin got to pick last, and this girl literally went through every room until she found Minion. Yeah. And then when she found Minion, I loved it. She Minion was like, "Oh my god, are you leaving?" And Hyolin's like, "No, I'm staying." And I was like, "Yes!" yes. It was so funny because we wanted. I remember Hyolin. before this round even came up. Yeah. We were like, they need to. Collab. They need to collab because Hyolin needs to get them out of the gutter. <laughs> And because Minion, I think, you know, we are dedicated Brave Girl stands. Like, we've seen the Immortal Song stages and yeah. everything. So we know Minion can sing. Yeah. And she just never gets to show off her vocals. And I'm like, she needs she this needs, platform. Yeah, she needs to, to be off. with Hyolin. Because I think they're, they're both such strong vocalists, too. So. Yeah. I'm glad it happened. I'm glad it happened, too. And they delivered. But... Tell me, what's your personal ranking? Because so, I have mine. My personal ranking is Vivi's and Cosmic Girls first. I That one girl from Cosmic Girls really carried. And oh. I loved their concept. Their outfits were so beautiful. The outfits were beautiful. I loved the different stages. The pink floral. It was uh, literally it like was so, out of spring. It was so If you so look through beautiful. like a spring catalog, this is what you I see. I love when at the end they all had their mics and then the They're camera standing back to back yeah and then the camera was rotating even each of the girls like little stations one of the girls was on a swing oh my God, yes. the other girl was just sitting down with like sakura trees in the back and then the other one was in the crowd <laughs> yeah the vivi's um i forgot her Unha? yeah her dress i wanted and it. her braid I, it just her whole look all of their looks were so good, but her specifically, I wanted it. She stood it. out. I yeah. wanted it. She stood out. I really was rooting for Hyolin and Min Young. I gave them second only because... Okay, so we have the same ranking. It was... And period. then obviously Kepler and Luna was last. But Hyolin and Min Young, I just feel like it was a little lackluster. And I think it was because... we. I remember watching it the first time. And something felt off because I was just like, I thought the key was supposed to be higher because in that little camp that they had, each of them did like a teaser of their vocal and song. In the vocal, Min Young was struggling to and it was hit a higher the key. high notes. And not until I rewatched, like we were rewatching one of the Immortal song <laughs> performances. And I was just like, wait, Minyoung? I already know which song it is, too. Minyoung could totally hit those high notes. And then you reminded me that COVID really messed with her voice. She's literally still coughing. So they dropped the key. And I think that's why it was a little lackluster. Because they weren't coming to play. They weren't. They weren't. Hyolin still hit her notes. But I, you could tell they dropped the key from the, so from the camp. So I was kind of just like, damn it. Like, if she didn't have COVID, she could have hit it. those yeah. notes. And also, it just felt like they did nothing. The storyboard, the virtual storyboard that they did, that was, like, cute. I feel bad, too, because I feel like if they kept the key, it would have been better. Because they ranked first in the camp. They did. And the bonus was you got to pick the performance order. So they chose to go last. Yeah. But it was kind of their demise because they went after Cosmic Girls and Vivi's who did so, so good. So good. But I also felt like they did nothing with the performance. I feel, because I, I remember I was talking to you, if they had backup dancers or something, 
performing what they were singing or like having a story going on instead of they needed to take a page out of Bomb's book yeah when she they, did eyes nose yeah. and lips in season one because they were just Hyun was sitting down for the whole performance and then yeah, until the was end when they harmonized standing in one spot and they were walking together and then they started walking towards each when other when they were walking towards each other I got a little emotional and I'm just like I just felt they needed to do something they could have more. told the story more too yeah because it I know the song is obviously about talk, like an adult looking back at their childhood and their adolescence and singing about that time that time to give themselves comfort because they went through a hard time in adolescence and now as an adult they're looking back and like forgiving themselves and i think almost. it's perfect for both of them and they could have told that story they've both been through so much they've and both they're... been through like a lot yeah. yeah so and it was unclear like who was playing who um i have the same ranking for you but first for vivi's and Cosmic Girls, they did a different song at the camp, and I told you, if they did that same song they did at the camp, Hyolin and Minyoung would have won. Yeah. But they okay. did a really good job with their song selection, and they all sounded really good. They really the high did. notes were on point, yeah. and I kind of knew, because I watched that full episode, like, when that actually aired, I knew, I watched all three, and I knew they were going to win, because their state, it just had a different level of... Yeah. Impact. They did so much with that stage. And I, I think it was also like a really good example of, I feel like when you hear like vocal round vocal competition, everyone's mind goes straight to like ballad, powerhouse yeah. ballad. Yeah. And this was an example like, you don't need to do a powerhouse ballad to win. Because yeah. it was like, it wasn't a ballad. It was a mellow, soft song, but it was still like bright. It yeah. was very bright. And for me, Min Young and Hyolin, like you said... It just lost its impact for me because they didn't do much. And then, and I think another thing for me is the song. They could have picked a song that had, like, the emotion was there, obviously. And that really, it, it's not like they did bad because they still won second place on the show. But I feel like the song didn't necessarily fit Minyoung because even high and low, and when they dropped the key, I felt like she was struggling to deliver the emotion of the song. Yeah, and Hyolin had it. She had it down mm -hmm. pat. I feel like if they picked maybe a different song, it might have collectively just worked I better. I also had an issue with them not switching roles. Because I remember you telling me Hyolin was just like, you can do it, like, don't worry. Obviously, they ended up dropping the key. But I was just like, girl, if you can hit the notes, you should have switched with Minya yeah. because you knew she I was recovering that. And from that was COVID. a good idea, yeah. And Hyolin hit her notes effortlessly. And so I was kind of mad because Hyolin was literally whispering the whole time. And for me, like the other thing about 80 the stage... 80% of her lines was whispering. It was the you lower could have given <laughs> You could have given it to Minyoung so she doesn't have to stress that much. I feel like so. I was also a little harder on the stage because I love this song. First yeah. of all, I love the original. And then on Produce X101, Woosok actually performed this song. And y'all know I'm a Kim Woosok stan. And he delivered on this song. He sounded amazing. So I had like really high expectations for this song. And I was like, oh my god, they're going to kill it. I want them to win. And then it just didn't go there for me. Yeah. And what saved it for me was in the end when they started harmonizing. Yeah, that was really nice. That was really good. But I feel like if they just picked a different song, or maybe if Minion could have delivered the emotion, or if they did more with the stage, then it might have been in, better. In a, up the level. But I think they definitely got played coming after Cosmic Girls movies. 
And then last, we both agree, Kepler and Luna. Now, I want to reiterate, I don't think this stage is bad at all. But for me, they just stood in place. First of all, they didn't do anything. They just stood in place and then the background had butterflies in it. But I loved their arrangement. The, the harmonizing was on point. I would say vocally, they did very good. Just to keep it simple, the performance was bland. Compared was bland. to the other two stages, they just stood there. And like as much as I would be like, the harmonizing was good. Min Young and Hyunwoo just harmonized better. Yeah. And it's not even that I feel the other groups played with their vocals more than this, Luna and we, Kepler the did. The Kepler and Luna one felt like an end of the year stage like collab. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it would just be on a special stage for like Music Bank and it would be like a collab between these groups. And then that was it. It didn't feel like... A performance compared were, to these. It other didn't two. feel like you were on a reality show where everyone's like fighting for their life. It was cute though because they made yeah. a really good bond. So it was cute to see, and they I do think they worked well together. But for Queendom's vocal unit round, girls, you gotta push. You a gotta little bring more. it. You yeah. gotta bring it. Yeah. So that's it. That's my only thing with them. I will say in general, I enjoyed these three better than the season one vocal rounds because that one. I mean, the only. The only one I liked from season one was Hyejung and Minnie's cover of Instagram. <gasps> yeah. That was so good. And then we only have Bob's iconic crying on stage moment. And then going backstage and being like, we, we did, did so good. good. Like, girl, you were crying a second ago. <laughs> like, that was iconic. Uh, but I enjoyed these ones. Now moving on to the dance, we have... Tell me now, which was well. I'll do. I'll announce it in the order they performed. So first we had Purr, mm -hmm. announced uh, performed by Kepler and Vivies. Then we had Kaboom, performed by Hyoland and Cosmic Girls. And then we finally had Tell Me Now, performed by Luna and Brave Girl. Now the th interesting thing is these were original songs that the girls recorded their vocals on, but they didn't sing it live. And the choreography was done by all Street Woman Fighter participants. So Purr was done by Holy Bang. Which if you I, know Rina, her girl Honey J. My girl Honey J, I freaking she was I just You love her. I just love her. She was she, the girl who when I first got into K-pop, obviously I was I still am a big J Park fan. But when I was getting into him, I was like, You noticed her. Who is this girl? You because noticed her. Because if you've seen her in Mome, come but on. I, you now. always think about that. I always go back to her and Bora during Hit the Stage. <gasps> yeah. Such an iconic. But yeah, Mome was definitely a lot before Hit the Stage, but her and Bora were. They killed that iconic. choreo. They killed that. They were iconic. But Miss Honey J, I freaking love her. If I ever were to like be a dancer or something, I would want to be with her. her. I would want to be her. And then uh, Hyolin and Cosmic Girls was choreographed by La Chica. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, Brave Girls and Luna was choreographed by Proudmon. And yeah, so I'll rank them. Yeah. I would rank Tell Me Now, mm -hmm. Per. And then kaboom. Yeah, we just in sync tape. We are in sync. And I mean, I don't even have to go into detail with it, but I mean, the elegance, the class, and then I just think like the art, like the artistry of Tell Me Now. It was, it wasn't like they even did anything crazy. It was just the charisma, 
the slow, intense, like you know how people say, like, moves? oh my god, ballet. It's like you could tell, like, it's an art. Yeah. And it ballet doesn't even necessarily have to go hard all the time, but if it like just certain moves look, yeah, yeah that was tell me now. You can me. tell from the teasers themselves. Tell me now was gonna be first. It was for sure. And they had everything. The stage presence. They nailed it. And Miss. Modern dance, Unji. Unji, she killed she it. Gave the two, everything. my two favorite parts in that performance was her in the chorus, but then in the first chorus when Heejin just opens her arms like this and they all peek yes. out and they're glaring at the camera. And it's such perfect timing because it's with the tell me now. Tell when, me now. Yeah, when it becomes Monica impactful. from Proudmon killed that choreography. Oh, yeah. She killed that. It was a work And then art. towards the end, oh my god, I forgot his name. She had pink hair. Oh, Eve. Eve killed. She killed her part too. That ending part? I knew she was too because they didn't show her like at all and I'm like, she gotta do something. Yeah. And sh she delivered. But they, I knew they were gonna win. And then, even though per rank last, I would rank them second. Me too. Because I like that choreography. And Hikaru, the stage presence was on point. Hikaru was eating. Hikaru ate. And y'all know I'm a Shouting stand. Shouting didn't really get a lot of I screen like time. Shouting they kind of played her. paid dust. <laughs> and I they feel played her. bad because I. I'm a Shantou. She's my bias. But and we know she could serve. We know. And she sent her material, but they like really paid they her They were dust. really giving Hikaru and Sinbi. A lot. A lot. Yeah. And then also... Umji. Umji. I loved her bandana half ponytail up look. Make it purr. She killed that part too. That It was... I was surprised there was no like twerking and getting on the floor though. Because knowing Holy Bangs and Honey J, because Hikaru, I think it was he, in the, she twerked at in the, the camp. camp thing. So I was ready for that moment, but it kind of disappointed me because it wasn't I there. I low-key think a lot of the outfits were a mess. Like some of it looked good, but yeah. in general. Tell me now's outfits were, they were really nice. But I still liked her better than Kaboom. Yeah. And I ran Kaboom less because I just think First of all, the chemistry between Cosmic Girls and Hyolin, it, wasn't, it there. wasn't there for me. And then Hyolin really was like carrying them. Yeah, Even Hyolin though I will give ain't. props to Cosmic Girls for trying. It was just they were, Hyolin was overshadowing them. Because yeah. it's not like they, did, they didn't give us anything. They were still giving. And La Chica's choreography is usually good. Yeah, I don't know what happened. But I feel like La Chica kind of played. They dropped the ball. Yeah, them. So, I didn't think the choreography was... I mean, I it was know. like the leashes in the beginning. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. okay. But then once it got to that final breakdown, the camera work was a mess too. So, I couldn't even fully see what they were doing. I feel like... But the, I felt like they could have done more. I feel the background, the smoke, the camera work was overshadowing... And then they put on the, the, the masks. Yeah. They, it was overshadowing the dance. And even when it was the climax towards the end... They weren't really doing anything hard-hitting, so that's where they also... It just felt lackluster, and it felt a little messy. I will say, though, I enjoyed the song. I liked the song. Yeah. But I think it was a good example of how, like, you don't need to have dynamic, fast-paced, hard-hitting choreo for it to be impactful, because Tell Me Now still freaking hit. Yeah. Like, 
all they had to do was he should just have to open her arms and they all just had to glare okay, out yeah. and you were like oh my god <laughs> like it hit so i mean i enjoyed all the performances but tell me now just hit different and even the song itself tell me now i listened to the song itself because as soon as i hear tell me now i'm like oh i feel the image is imprinted in people's head because it's such an impactful moment. It hits. Monica knew, understood the assignment. Yeah, she knew. She so, knew what she was doing here. I think she did a good job with choreographing. And she trained them and hard. She, all of she them. She put them girls to work. All of them also had very good and elegance. They fit the role really. Yeah, they did. So that wraps up Queendom's Court today and our rankings of the stage. Court is adjourned. So now it's time for our main talk that we teased earlier. That's right. It's time for Let's, Let's talk. talk. So this is our main topic of the episode that we are going to discuss Ellen. So if you remember before, we are making our own version of Girls on Top. So we're not going to go crazy here. You know, we're not giving them a group name or anything like that. Oh, well, I went a little hard with this, so... <laughs> I mean, Loki, I did too because I made a whole graphic for my group. <laughs> I literally put them together. We were literally typing and putting people in our group. Because I wanted to make sure they look good together. Yeah, and this bitch over here was making a whole entire graphic photoshopping do they look good wait this girl needs to be in here yeah. i was like what are you doing and you were like quiet it was so funny because i'm like this girl needs to be in here and then you were quiet but then all of a sudden i would look and you're smirking and you're like this is it yeah. you're like, this is it and i'm like oh it was so funny because he he was just like oh i'm gonna flash you a second of what i photoshopped and I was like, honestly, they all look the same. It was for a second. Everyone, yeah. <laughs> everyone had black hair. Everyone had like lips, red lips, lipstick <laughs> on. Everyone was either in black or a dark color. Yeah. So I was just like, Justin, I honestly don't know who's in this who's group. Who's in the group? Yeah, because it was so quick. But for me, when I think of Girls on Top, the thing is, because you might hear this whole assignment and think we're gonna put you know like jenny and lisa i'm not putting like the huge the biggest k-pop names in this group i picked big names don't worry about that but i'm not I picking think it's just personal and you know what the i'm not picking like for. the people who are going to like the huge fashion events around the world yeah. but i'm still picking you know the main slayers because for me when i think of girls on top you have huge names like taeyon but they're not on like the level of like a black pink who's going to new york fashion week or something yeah. performing at coachella but there's for the industry they're still huge and for me cohesiveness was the biggest thing for me because i yeah. look at girls on top and i'm like winter and taeyon but also with hyoyeon and wendy yeah, like there's kind of a disconnect why... for me i feel i was making the group but you spent like 30 minutes on the photoshopping and making sure everyone that looked they look good because i wanted the cohesiveness yeah you were definitely focusing cohesiveness i was kind of just like the, this is kind of messy, but you know what? I don't care. I love these girls, so I'm going to put them I'm in I'm going to put group. them in. Well, you know, Girls on Top has seven members. Yeah. And I ended up putting eight because yeah. I had my seven, and then I was, like, looking at the list of candidates in my group. I'm like, oh, I don't want to cut this girl, though. And I ended up putting her picture in 
the group and I'm like, this is I it. can't cut this her. I can't cut her. So yeah. I have eight. I was thinking about putting eight because I remember you were saying you were going to put eight. But I was content. You were content. I was content with seven. And I wanted to make sure I had every box checked because, you know, Girls on Top has their vocalist, Wendy, Taeyeon. They have their leader and just their all-rounder. They have Boa. And then they have their dancers. They have Hyoyeon. They have their rappers with Karina. They have, like, everybody. So I wanted to make sure all my boxes were checked. So I guess I got to reveal my group first. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. So I will reveal. Well... Should I just reveal them all at once and then explain my decision one by one? I think you should do one by one just to explain. Because I want to hit you like with the shock factor. Okay. And then I'll then, explain then one you'll, by okay. one. Okay, ready? Yeah. So my group has eight members. Okay. And I'm going to start with the oldest to the youngest. So the first member of my version of Girls on Top is NG from Brave <gasps> Girls. Really? The next member is Solhyun. Of from course. AOA. Of course. Next, I have Chunga. <gasps> then I have Jihyo from Twice. Jihyo? Well, hold on. Wait, what? Then my fifth member is Shouting from Kepler. <gasps> Shouting. My sixth member is Minju from Aizuan. Of course. My seventh member is Ryujin from Itzy. <laughs> my... You are Ryujin stand though, so. And my final member of the group is Wanyang. From oh, I've. Okay. Honestly, I saw some of those coming, but Unji and Jihyo? What? Little shocks, right? Alright, so I'm Wait, gonna Wait, which one was the girl that was the Minju. Eighth, eighth member? Minju was the eighth <gasps> member. Minju! I, I, Minju was the last member I Considering ended up Considering how much you're a Minju stan, that's surprising. Yeah. So, I, she, for me, I was like, she adds something to this group. And at first, I thought I could do without her because I had shouting and whatever. But yeah. I, w- I put her in the picture and I'm like, no, she needs to be here. <laughs> she needs to be in there. So I'm going to go through my rationale for each one. So first, Unji. So I picked Unji to be the leader of this group. And it's not just because she's the As oldest. As she should. It's not just because she's the oldest. But after I saw how she led the Tell Me Now unit with Luna, I was like, mm, mm-hmm. mm. I remember you saying... There's already members in this group that are already leaders. Yes. So you are having a hard time. Because originally, my original leader was going to be Chang'e. Oh. Because I thought Chang'e, but then I thought Unji would have done a better job. Because Chang'e, I've seen the more affectionate side and like not the leader type side because of her IOI days. Mm. But Unji is going to be the leader. And then I chose her to be the lead vocalist because I feel like a lot of people don't know and she can sing. She can sing. Like, every time a Brave Girl song comes out, I'm like, yes, girl. And she has a high note in After We Ride. That's so good. Mm-hmm. And then when she does, I know you love when she does her, ow! Yes. She does that really good. And then, of course, she's in my dance line, Miss mm-hmm. Modern, Modern Dance. Miss Modern Dance. And another fun fact about Angie, she's a good rapper, too. She is. She hasn't had a lot of chances to show it off, because Brave Girl's hasn't like had a new song where she really raps but if you watch them perform old brave girl songs as just like the four of them she covers the raps a lot of the time and she sounds really good she, she sounds better than you she, know no yeah shade. she does no, no shade. shade just tea and uh, she also covered dara's part in bomb spring yes, a lot of people forget that so and she uh, she's an all-rounder she really and is. for me 
I never thought about putting her like we've talked about this topic before and I had never really thought of her being in like this group but tell me now kind of like changed my I was like no like she has it so and G was the first member I decided on then Solhyun because I've always said it she's always been an it girl Back when we got into K-pop, she was that bitch. Like, everywhere you look, Sohyun was in an ad. And she was one of, like, the first groups that I, like, AOA was one of the first groups I stand where, for me, I was able to instantly pick out, like, that member. Like, she had that stage presence. And she didn't even need to have all the lines all the time. But when she was in the center or she had some screen time, she ate every second. And for me, obviously, she would be... A lead dancer in the dance line she because she can dance we all know i mean if you don't know how Sohyun dances just look up her special stage she did with chewy from twice she killed that and i love that stage. i love that stage too and surprisingly i put Sohyun in the vocal line as well and i made her lead her vocal. singing has improved so much and we always talk about this this girl literally used to get like two lines yeah back in like anyway. she's kind of like a kai from AOL. yeah and then she over the years she started getting more and more yeah. and more and more and then by the last aol aoa album we have which is the come see me album this girl has so many lines and her vocal tone is so I rich forgot which cover she did but that, that you and village by yes. becky her vocal tone her is, is so really rich nice. it's so good and it's she's so, like, so improved yeah. and also for people who might not stand by me putting her in the vocal line aoa's egotistic stage miss girl had Come the chorus okay so she can sing and then next chunga like do i even have to go into it first of all we know it would work because chunga was in a group already she was in iy and i made chunga the main vocalist Aww. she shares that position with one of them but for me chunga is better than a typical lead and chunga has strong vocals and she holds them really well and i remember she i always wanted her to belt in her song and do a high note and she never did until gotta go and that high note and gotta go such come a on now yeah but i think chung is a great singer she has a great vocal tone and she sings really healthy and obviously she would be the main dancer of this group because we don't even Miss need girl. to go into it. Miss Girl delivers. And I would just love to see Chunga in another group. For me, Chunga was kind of like the boa of this team yeah. when I originally started picturing it. Then next, Jihyo, I added her and the only position I gave her was main vocal because obviously Jihyo can sing. But let's not sleep on Miss Girl's charisma. Yeah. We have witnessed it live at the Twice concert. She... There's a reason why she's my ex. Her too. Like, Sohyun has improved with her vocals. Jihyo's stage charisma over the years... Because we used up. to literally pay her dust. Like, no one ever used to yeah. talk about her in our friend group. And now she's my best. And now we always talk about her. We're like, oh my god, Jihyo. Oh my uh. god. So... And I also just love her vocals. Just saying, Kang Daniel fumbled. Like, back. can you imagine Jihyo and Chunga singing together. on a track together? That that vocal. Mm. So of course Jihyo was no question because when yeah. I thought of like who do I want to be my main vocalist, I had Chunga, but and then I had like other lead vocalists, Unji, Solhyun, but I wanted another really strong vocal, and I didn't want to use like Taeyeon because she's in a group already. Yeah, I couldn't see. 
I another candidate for the main vocal for me was Tiffany from SNSD, oh. but I just couldn't see her fitting you in with the group. A pretty a big Tiffany a stand. Big Tiffany stand. So I couldn't see it cohesively working. So I was trying to think of like who and I wanted Jihyo in this group so bad, and mm-hmm. I was like, her vocals would work. So Jihyo made the group. Then I have Shouting. Now Shouting is also in the dance line, no surprise. And then she's just, you know, a regular degular vocalist. <laughs> yeah. But that's fine. For me, the biggest thing with Shouting was the stage charisma. Like Snake, and even now in the her Queendom stages, her with the center bar yes. dance break and pool party. Her backflip. <laughs> her backflip over the pole, yes. So I know. Like, obviously she might not be the strongest dancer compared to the other people I had in my dance line. And she's not the strongest vocalist. But in terms of stage charisma, let's Slay. not play. She can she's hold her up own. She's up there with Chan. And then next is Minju. Now for me, Minju yeah, was, again, like I said, the last minute edition. And she's for me, she was the dark horse of this group. Because when I was thinking, the positions I gave Minju were visual, vocalist, and rapper. Now for me... I was like, I don't know if I need a visual because I had Solhyun, I had Shouting, so I'm like, do I need her? But then I added her and I'm like, she just looks she too fits. good to take yes. out. Because originally it was going to be either Sakura from the Seraphim or oh. Minju for me. And I ended up cutting both and then I added Minju back in because for me, you know, you have like all-rounders like Unji who could do it all. But for me, Minju's a dark horse where she's an all-rounder where she can sing, she can rap, she can dance, mm-hmm. but she's not the strongest in each category. Yeah. But what carries her is the stage present. Because I'll never forget, I became a Minju bias because she looked so good in the Violetta teaser, and then her rap went off in that song. And then after that is when she had the pink hair, and Eyes One did Rumor, and her stage presence and confidence just went through the roof and I ended up standing her and then she just showed she could do it all. She was one of the most improved members of Eyes One because when they debuted with Lavi and Rose, I literally never paid attention to her. She gave me absolutely nothing and I never thought she would be my bias. And then by Panorama, by Panorama, she was one of like the main girls of Eyes One. She was like the second center after Wan Young and her in Secret Story of the Swan where she does that glare. Yes. So once I put Minju, I was like This is complete. This is complete. Yeah. And it always makes me think if Miss Girl just didn't turn down that offer to be in La Seraphim. But she wants to Miss Ma'am wants to act. And you know what? That's fine. She can live her dreams. She can pursue her dreams. So my next member, Ryujin, I had to put her in because obviously I had Unji and Minju now for the raps. But I needed a main rapper. I needed a strong rapper. And originally, I was going to put Lisa. But I was like, if I put Lisa in this group, she's going to be like the one and only star. Yeah. And I wanted it to be kind of fair. So then I was thinking about who was a strong rapper I could put in. And Regen, I added her in. And for me, when I put them together, she stood out. Because I feel like her image didn't necessarily match with everyone. But at the same time, I feel like it was one of those where she didn't stick out in a bad way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like where she would be able, she would stick out she can, when it's important, yeah. but still kind Share of blend. Share the spotlight, blend in And cohesively her. work. It yeah. wouldn't be like people who stick out like a sore thumb. I agree. And so for me, Ryujin still works. So of course she's in the dance line. This Come girl on pops off. 
and I needed that wrapper. And I feel like Ryujin can deliver. We all know it. And I just thought Ryujin fit into this group better than Yezi, uh, Yezi would have fit. Yeji. I'm getting them confused now. Because yeah. I also did think of Yezi when I'm like, Miss Girl is too old <laughs> to be with some <laughs> of these girls. <laughs> so... But when I thought of Itzy, it was going to be Yeji or Ryujin, and I just thought Ryujin worked better, and you know, I'm a Ryujin guy. And finally, I have Wan Young. And I knew she was the second member I picked. Yeah, I wasn't surprised with that. Because I, she's obviously the Magne. When you said that, I was, I was imagining imagine Sohyun and Wan Young together. together? And at first, I'm like, I don't think it would work, because one's so stage? much older and one's younger. But no. Sohyun and Chewy were able to work, so this would work. Because everyone knows Wanyoung is that girl. She is. If you didn't believe it in her eyes one days, her eye days now are proving all y'all wrong. Yeah. Because Miss Girl, stage charisma is through the roof. And her vocals have improved so much from her eyes she one days. Good. She always sounds good and especially the parts they give her. I love in 11. I love that part and then I love narcissistic. She eats that part. So Wan Young was a no-brainer for me. So she's not strong enough compared to some of the other girls, in my opinion, to be a lead vocalist. So she's just a regular regular vocalist. But I also <laughs> gave her center. Because oh, yeah. I just think yeah. she would eat as the center oh, of this yeah. group. So that would be my group. I will show you the graphic <laughs> right now that I made for them. I did my best. But tell me not. Yeah, see, everyone has back black hair and red lipstick. So I was and black, like... Except Chang'e. <laughs> But when I made this, Chang'o in the white worked for me because she was still the leader. Yeah. And then I thought of Unji and I made Unji the Stay leader. tuned. Maybe we'll post it on the Insta. Stay tuned. But you see, they look good together. They look good. They, and they all have like the similar vibe going yeah. on. Because I was thinking I would do, for me, this group would have like a tell me now concept. Yeah. It would be like dark, sultry, but at the like same time elegant. like elegant. So, that's my super group. Those are my it girls. I started thinking my about gals. mine and I'm just like, oh, I feel like mine's all over. <laughs> but you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. But I think it, like, personality-wise, this group is on it's, brand for me. Oh, yeah. It's so on You're brand. You're not going to be surprised with who I put in group. It's definitely on brand for me. But hit me. So I guess I'll do the members first because that makes sense. Yeah, and then, and then your I'll go through. Yeah, yeah. So my seven members. I feel like you might be surprised with this one. I put this is obviously oldest to youngest. I put Miss Taeyeon oh. in the group. Okay, okay. Second, I put Hyolin. Oh, that right there alone? Yeah. That's a killer. I feel like what inspired me was Queendom and just seeing them on Queendom. Seeing them together, yeah. Third is Miss Hyanna. Okay, I yeah. knew she was going to be in this group. Fourth is Yoon Hui. Oh! Yeah. And then wow. this one is in common. I put Chung on there. She's going to have to decide which group she likes. <laughs> yeah. And then it's gonna be oh yeah. Jamie and would eat in a group. Last but not least, Miss Yeji. Oh, I knew, I knew. Yeah. Ooh, 
So To be honest, this group would look good together too, I feel like. Yeah, so before I start... The only one I think who might stand out a little is Taeyeon. Because yeah. for the rest of them, I could see them like that hip-hop scene. We've already yeah. seen it with Good Girl and stuff, but... Taeyeon, it might be a new world for her, but like, she can Taeyeon, fit in. she can fit in for sure. I, she can do any concept. She could, yeah. But I was gonna put Jesse. I was uh, Jesse. I did think Jesse would be in the was group. a candidate, but once I started putting everyone in, I was just like, I think I don't think she would fit into this group. I don't. Yeah, she wouldn't fit into this group, and or it would have to be her or Hyuna. I feel like yeah. But if you took Hyuna out, then the dance. The overall danceability of this group, I feel like, would have declined a little bit. That's why. That's why I kind of took her out. No offense, Jessie is a great. Like she's improved a lot, but she would struggle a little bit in this group with dancing. Otherwise, you would have some. You know, we've already seen it with Jessie. You would have some freaking uh, her group with Hwasa oh, and uh, Um Jung Hwa. Group with them. Oh, Refund Sisters. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So we've seen it with them already. I mean, that group. It works for them, but yeah. with this type of concept you're going for, especially paired with dance. And like, if you want another strong rapper, I mean, you already have plenty of candidates. Yeah. Miss, you better have Miss Hyolin rapping on some tracks. So I actually did a whole concept and everything. So obviously these are baddies. This. Oh, that's the group name. <laughs> well, it isn't a group name, but. But it works. It works. I was looking at, I was honestly looking for cool names, and I just ended up with Miss. <laughs> That's kind of, a, I, I kind of like, like it though. Yeah, because I feel like it fits. I kind of like it. And I it. wrote a little description, made up of seven girls with 50 shades of baddies. <gasps> which, <laughs> which one are you going to get? Find out through their different charisma, sides, and talents. Be ready to be slayed by these queens. Oh my god! <laughs> I know! You're putting me to shame right now! I have- I am- you are literally the creative one of this- of this duo right here. But I felt like I popped off a little bit with this one. I was just on a roll and I was just like, oh my god, this is so funny. See, now you have- like, I'm not gonna come up with a whole description, but I- and- this wouldn't be my group name, but I think the best way to describe the concept of my group is Dark Angels. <gasps> the Fallen Angels. Yes. Something like that. Because I was, there was some weird name that I forgot, I didn't put it in, but I feel like you would have laughed. And I kept on replaying in my head. I was just like, if they introduced themselves, they would sound stupid. So I kept on being like, Miss Anisio, Mystery Dolls and Mida. No, it works. Like, it kind of yes, works. Mystery Dolls works. But anyway. Going on to their individual descriptions, we'll start with Taeyeon, the unbothered or resting bitch face baddie. So we have unbothered queen, wants all the tea. I gave her main vocal. Of so course. this group, I was kind of struggling with the vocals because they're all strong vocals. But I gave Taeyeon main vocal, I gave her visual, and then most popper. Oh, of course. So yeah, that honestly, would be a struggle for my this group, is quite popular. yeah. This is quite simple. So you know, there you have it. Um, I mean, Mother, come on. Queen Taeyeon. All you need is some Taeyeon belting in the back. Yeah. Game over. And then we have Hyolin, which is the motherly baddie. Don't mess with her group because she'll cut you. Her whole image, her whole like my thought of her through Queendom has changed. Because yeah. for me, I always imagined her as this like cutthroat competitive yeah. queen. And now we're seeing her nurturing side, so I could see that. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't mess with her group because she'll fuck you up. Even Sistar, she holds (laughs) down Sistar. So I gave her 
obviously it would be under her company because she is the one, one woman, woman show. show. <laughs> so I gave her leader. I could see her being the leader though. I, it's her Taeyong. Obviously she's a vocalist, but I feel like she already has so much of a burden. I didn't want to give her the burden of a main vocal. So that's I just left it there. Obviously Hyoin can do everything. She can dance. So she, she could dance, rap, you know. And then we have Hyena, which is the unhinged baddie. She brings all the crazy ideas. I the know group. they would be having a stage and this bitch would pull up in a fur hat <laughs> or like something an octopus dress she yeah. wears something insane literally she's the she has all the crazy ideas she's the main rapper as long as she has that like that mm -hmm. that sounds something yeah you know she's gonna pop she has the supporting fiance that maybe features in their little track sometimes hey don what's going, going on? on um and then we have Yoon Hwe. I love this pick. Yeah. I love this pick. Which is And the, a lot of people probably won't even know who she yeah, is. But you need to watch Good Girl because she's so underrated. And I feel like she, she, she is the underdog of this group. She is. She's the dark horse. I was going to say, I think she's the dark horse of this group. Yeah. And so she is has the role of being a producer. Obviously, Hyolin, I feel like also. Hyolin, Hyena, and... Yunhui. You already have an album right there. You yeah. Kind of like I guess a comparison. Three Rot, which is Han and uh, Chan. Mm -hmm. So we have the three producers. But I feel like mainly I would give Yunhui because she actually like I've seen her make beats. So she would be like the main producer. And I gave her lead rapper because I want we already have strong vocalist and her rapping for That's My Girl. Oh yeah! Come on now! Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she even in one, that. even in one more night, you can find me even nightclub. And um, those singing raps would oh, deliver. Yeah. And then I gave her like sub vocal. Moving on to Chunga, which is the elegant baddie. Obviously, dance line. Come <laughs> on now! I gave her a sub vocal only because we already have. Yeah, compared like, like if you put her with Taeyeon <laughs> and Hyolin. Come on now, but. Not to um, say she wouldn't still slide. Yeah, no. Chunga's part of the dance, so I gave. And then moving on to Jamie. She's the mean baddie. She says what's on her mind, and that's and it. And the, the unfiltered, unapologetic. Yeah, I feel as though Jessie also, like, she took Jessie's spot energy. too. Because Jessie is an unbothered. She'll say what's on her mind. Jessie and Jamie would be so fucking funny in a group. Together, yeah. <laughs> It would be. But... they, You know what? Jessie doesn't have to be in this group, but they could go on her show. Yeah. And there. There, there, you, there go. you go. And so I gave her lead vocal and sub rapper. I really want to see her rap. So... That, and then last but not least, we have the cute baddie, which is Yeji. Yeji. So obviously youngest... It would work, though. Youngest of the group. She is one of the more fierce ones in Itzy. But I've with seen, those girls? But I've seen her off stage. Yeah. She's really... I, her and Chunga would be hella cute oh, together. Oh, yeah. Off the stage. Yeah, for sure. And so, then Hyuna would just be in the back like, Oh, no more yippee. Yeah. And so she's the youngest member. So she's the maknae. I gave her lead dancer. She's part of dance. Uh, sub vocals, sub rapper. Another one. She could do it all. She could do it all. So... <clears throat> We have, I feel like definitely Chang'a, Yeji, and I would say Hyun would be. Yeah, don't sleep on them. Mm -hmm. That dance line doesn't play. See, I love the contrast here because, like, you, I feel like your group, it would be like self made. Yeah. This and that. I <laughs> yeah. feel like 
and they would like ha- be that group who like we form together, we come up together. Yeah. My group, I feel like it would be like handpicked and everything's produced for them. Yeah. Kind of two different opposites, but at the end of the day, both groups serve. Yeah. Like if you you want a hip hoppy, dark, baddie concept, there you go. And then if you want like elegance, grace, but still impactful charismatic and then i also want to mention some of the ones i had four people or four girls that, that i really wanted it. to put i had Hayes. oh okay i had lee young g and then bb and then last but not least i could see bb being in that group the i most. was really close to putting bb if i had to put an eighth young g has a lot of idol friends i can't see her being in a group though yeah if it Honestly, I put it. It was between BB and Miss Kim Lip. Lip, Lip from. I feel like Lip would but have stuck out like a sore thumb. Had, but I already had. And she wouldn't so have given anything. So many vocalists. Yeah. I just feel like she wouldn't have contributed yeah. anything. But BB would have been interesting. I would like to see BB. Damn. I don't even. Know. And then also okay. we have our designated English speakers. So we have Chunga, Jamie, honestly Yunhui. Yeah, I got Chunga. I only got Chunga. But I will tell you since you brought that up, I will tell you the girls who I cut. Yeah, I'm. I'm so I remember you were like shocked because I was like, oh, I have twenty four. Yeah. And then I had to pick like seven. Obviously, it was eight. I now. think I had like fifteen or something. But the girls I ended up cutting, I'm only gonna read the ones who were like really really, really close. close so Hani, Sakura, Yeun, and then Tiffany yeah Tiff- and then Sana <gasps> really I'm shocked about Sana and Yeun. Sana I could feel like she could pull it off yeah but when you look at my group's concept I at the end of the day I still think her look is overall just too cute for them yeah it would have thrown it off so I didn't do that. I wanted her for the vocals, though, and the stage presence. But yeah. when I'm thinking of Fallen Angel... Yeah. I mean, and then obviously Jessie. But I also feel Jessie might have been a little too strong for her too. too strong, yeah. Well, I was going to put Hani. Hani originally was in the group, but I took her out because you know, I felt like she didn't look good with everyone in the yeah. group. And then her voice wouldn't blend well with everyone's. Mm. So I took her out because of that. And then, obviously, I explained Tiffany already. And then Yeun, I don't know if you remember when we were making it, but I was like, oh, do I pick her or her? And then yeah. I was like, oh no, she definitely looks just better. Yeah. Yeun was in, but then I put Ryujin in, and I picked Ryujin over her. I feel like Yeun also would have been a little too strong for this group. Like even though That's what I think. Even though she's... She would have done the vibe, but I feel yeah. like she would have been up there. Even though she's cute off stage, her on stage presence and in the song, she's a little too. Fierce. Her raps might have gone harder than Ryujin's, but it yeah. might have gone too hard. Yeah. So that's why I ended up picking Ryujin no, over her. Sense. But yes, hopefully you guys like our groups. Yeah. Or do we have any members that would be in your group or your version of Girls on Top? Would you have the Mystery Dolls mm-hmm. or the Fallen Angels? <laughs> Both. Both. I would love both of these to be Honestly, real. Honestly, yeah. I want to see it. I would love both of them. But that wraps up our version of Girls on Top and today's Let's Talk. So that wraps up our version of Girls on Top. And those are our super groups. But that unfortunately, unfortunately means that it's time for today's final segment. 
and time for us to say goodbye with some TTFN, better known as Tata -ta for, for now. So again, we will be playing best versus worst title track, but to keep the girl group theme rolling, we are going to make sure we pick a girl group today. So we will go to our handy dandy wheel, wheel. and we will spin. That we did not make. <laughs> that we did not make. And we will spin the wheel and see what our fate is. So here we go. I will spin it first and let's see who we get. The wheel determines Mamamoo. Oh, okay. Oh boy, Mamamoo. So I'm not the biggest Mamamoo stan. Yeah. I respect their place in the industry and what they've achieved, but I ain't gonna front. Probably I one of the best def, vocalists. I def ain't no Mamamoo stan. Yeah. I definitely, but I do enjoy a few of their songs, so. I'll take it away. Okay. So my favorite Mamamoo song, title track I should say, I was torn between two and it was Starry Night oh. and Um Ah, Um Oh Ah Yeah. Oh. I love both of those so much. And originally I was going to pick Starry Night, but I got to go with Um Oh Ah yeah. yeah. I love that I song. I think that was the first song that got me into them. I remember you found them first and yeah. then the first song I listened to them was You're the Best. And I really liked that one. Yes. And I loved Mamamoo for their harmonizing and they were all really their good vocals. vocals. And first of all, their intro, I say Mama, 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 Moo. When they all that, harmonize and do that, that right one there. One of the best intros, to be honest. I love that. But I think what does it for me is I just... Because they are two totally different vibes. They are. But I just think Um Oh Ah uh, Yeah shows off their vibe so much more. better yeah. and they they get to show off their vocals more on that song and for me what i love is in the, when in the end of the song they are able to interact with the crowd while performing mm, it yeah. which is signature of mama moo yeah so did jenna <laughs> like when mama moo hypes up the crowd i live for it yeah i live for it though so i would have to pick that one as my favorite song especially because i do listen to it more and starry night and then for my least favorite song I had three in mind. So I had oh. one centimeter taller than you. I hated that I, song. I, I remember. Love I love that song. And I hated it. I hated that song. But if we, in case we didn't count that as title tracks, I was also torn between picking Yes I Am, which I feel like is a comeback no one talks about or ever remembers because mm -hmm. it happened in 2017. But I just remember I hated that. Be better while be da da da. I didn't like that song. Or, and I'm probably gonna say it wrong, but De Calcomania. Oh, okay. You know the song. Yeah. De Calcomania. However you say it, it's the one. Na -na 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 have you But in the end, that song ended up growing on me. So yeah. it was stuck between one centimeter or yes, I am. But I feel like some people won't say. One centimeter is a title track, so I'll pick Yes I Am. That song just ain't my vibe. It doesn't go hard for me at all. And Mamamoo just has so many better songs than yeah. that. So that song would be my least favorite. So I would say the best title track or a song that I would own is Egotism. I love that song. And I remember when it came out, I was it was hitting. I, it, it instantly it hit. Me. I loved it right away. But AOA's version just outsold for me. No, I get that. 
And I'm, that's not even me just saying that as like an AOA stan yeah. who loves AOA and like enjoys their no, music. Their, their version, version is just really so good. good. And for me, I just enjoy it more. Yeah. I know that's a controversial topic between the fandoms, but listen, per I prefer the AOA. But the Mama Move version ain't bad either. And I was actually stuck between two as well. It was egotistic and hip. Hip was, I originally hip? thought of hip too. Uh, the only reason I didn't choose hip was because it took me a while for me to like that song. It was a grower for me. And so that's why I chose hip. I love Hwasa's intro in that song. Yeah. It's so good. I knew hip would be would have been up there though for yeah. you. I was like, it's, it's, gonna, it's it could up be hip. My alley. It could be. And hip. also, everyone and their freaking mother in that industry loved that song. Loved hip. Every time they perform at an award show, you can see all the idols dancing yeah, in their seats like, and the crowd too. Yeah. The crowd loved that song. But it's it's also such a hype song. It is. Which I love too. It is. But And I feel like it showed off that Mamamoo, like, they're improved dancing and stuff yeah. too. But ego is egotistic. It's, it's just more your vibe. Yeah. I also just love the guitar. Na -na 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 and the vibes. Yeah, the AOA version took out the guitar. Yeah. It's true. And then a song I would disown. So... I feel I don't know a lot of older Mamamoo songs, so I guess I'm staying within the newer song range, but it has to be starring. Really? I freaking hate that song. I think it's because they followed it after either thick or they followed it after a really good song and I was like, what is it? I love Starry Night, but I you know that's my like vibe. It. And I also hate ballads and slow songs, so... it. I love that song, and I love the bohemian vibe. And it just, all of their hair that comeback was laid. It looks so good. They did look good in the music video, but I don't like Starry it. It's night, just so boring. It gave me nothing. So that's a song that I would I get my life every time that song comes yeah. on. I love that song, but I can see why you disown it. But that wraps up the songs by Mama Moo that we would own and disown. Don't get offended. It's no shade. Just, Just tea. tea. So what Mama Moo song would you own and disown? Let us know on Instagram. And until then, that's all the time we have for TTFN for today. But everyone, that wraps up our girl group spectacular. It was a very fun episode. It really was. I love this episode. But that's probably just the girl group stand in me. Yeah. You know? But as always, thank you guys for the support. Make sure you follow us on that Instagram page, okay? You gotta see the graphic. You gotta see the graphic. I might post the fallen angels. <laughs> and you can keep updated with our girl group bracket. Yeah. It's It's been doing better. Some of y'all have been coming through. Yeah. Our, one of the sauna reels we posted the other day blew up. I woke up and there was like 100 plus notifications. I remember you texting me. I was literally like, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, and I was like, girl, I'm staying for false. I'm like, <laughs> not on, I'm not on anything. I ain't on it right now. <laughs> but follow it because it's a lot of work. And hopefully we've kept y'all entertained this episode because I was entertained. Yeah. And until then, let us know on Instagram, by the way. Hashtag Fallen Angels or hashtag Mystery, Mystery Dolls. dolls. <laughs> And that's all the time we have for today. 